Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today is no exception. All the way from Idaho Falls, welcome to the show, Brian Briscoe. Hey, thanks, Victor. I appreciate it. Great to have you here. Now, Brian, you've been at this game a little while, not that long, and your background is from the armed forces. And uh, we love our servicemen and women who make the transition from the world of the military into civilian life, and in particular, into the world of real estate investing. Before we dive into the details, why don't you give a little bit of your backstory and how you got to this point in your journey? Yeah, so so as, as brief as I can, I know this is a short uh, short interview. I was a graduate student in math. You know, I was a PhD in a PhD program just over twenty years ago, and on September eleventh, I decided to go active duty with the Marine Corps. You know, I think a lot of people made a, a similar decision at the time. What I didn't realize is that I would like it enough to go twenty years, and so we are now twenty years and a couple months removed from September eleventh, and. I spent 20 years on active duty and, and retired on November 1st. So most people know me as, as Brian the Marine, you know, Brian the Marine officer and and whatnot. And I, I think I, I I did fairly well in that that profession. But about three, four years ago, I, I started seeing that light at the end of the tunnel. You know, the the military retirement system is like a light switch. You know, it turns on at 20 years and at 19 years, 364 days, you know, it's off. So you know, I started realizing I was getting close to my first eligible retirement date and my wheels started spinning, so to speak. And I started thinking, you know, what, what do I need to do to transition? And I bought into a coaching program in multifamily real estate. I'd always been fascinated by real estate, had a handful of single family properties that we had rented out and they had been doing very well. So had had a small proof of concept, like I said, bought into a coaching program, put a lot of time and effort effort into finding partners and building a business. And on the day that I retired, our company, Four Oaks Capital, owned 630 units in, in the Southeast. And when I say owned, we were a syndication company. So we, we look for people who want to passively invest with us. And then we, we manage the, the properties. So did a lot of that while active duty. And I, I took advantage of a skill bridge program for the last couple of months to, to help uh, help with the transition phase. And you know that was very, very beneficial and liked it so much that we, we actually set up Four Oaks Capital to be a skill bridge provider for armed forces members who are transitioning. So in, in a nutshell, that's, that's the story where I came from and where I'm at now. Well, I love that story. And we've been extremely successful ourselves recruiting people out of the military. They come with terrific attributes. Uh, and I'll make the distinction between skills and attributes, skills mm-hmm. being those things that you can acquire on a relatively short-term basis. And those attributes are things that are developed over a longer time period. They're more the makeup of the character, the individual. And skills can be taught, but attributes can't. And that's the distinction that we make. So we've often found that, in fact, hiring people out of the armed forces has been a great move. And we love the SkillsBridge program. We have the same thing here in Canada where I reside and we brought, gosh, three people so far out of the Air Force and the Navy, and that's been a fabulous, fabulous move for us. Tell us a little bit more about the SkillsBridge program and how you see it playing into the world as a real estate investor, as a real estate developer. How can it play a central role? 
The idea is, is to help service members transition. And you mentioned skills versus attributes. For most of my active duty period, I did a version of air traffic control, which didn't involve a radar. And I also spent a, a couple of years at a unit whose primary function was shooting down airplanes. And those are skills that are very unique to the military. You know, I can't go to an air traffic control facility and say, you know, here's what I did for the military because it doesn't quite translate straight across. And last I checked, nobody wants people to shoot down airplanes. So there's a lot of skills that people like me have that don't translate directly from armed forces to whatever civilian businesses there are, corporate America or even government agencies at times. So, but we do develop the attributes. You know, we have a lot of leadership responsibilities. You know, I was I was in charge of a platoon and then a company and then an executive officer for a battalion, you know, and, and a lot of different leadership skills and attributes I've developed. But the idea is to take military members who have attributes that business or businesses need and they can develop the skills during an internship. And the way the SkillBridge program works is you can apply for it within the last six months of your active duty period. So it doesn't matter if you've served for only a couple of years or 20 years like I did, or even 30 years. If you're getting an honorable discharge and you've met certain requirements, you can apply for six months worth of this, this SkillBridge program or up to six months. I don't think most uh, commanders are willing to give people up for six months, but two or three months is usually kind of the norm. It's an unpaid internship with a SkillBridge partner. And basically you work with a SkillBridge partner to define what you're going to do. Some of the big companies, you know, like your Amazons would bring people in as cohorts and have a predetermined schedule or, or curriculum for them to go through. Other companies will, like the one I did a SkillBridge with, basically sat down with me and said, what do you want to learn? You know, and I said, hey, these are, these are the things that I want to learn. And they kind of let me pick and choose what I was able to participate in to gain the skills that I wanted to gain. So the idea, like you, I, and I, I love how you define skills versus attributes. The idea is to take somebody with the attributes that corporate America wants and help them develop the skills that they need. I love that. And so from the point of view of the company that's looking to hire out of the armed forces, the benefit is you get to train somebody, do a, a trial run, if you will, with someone who, where their salary is essentially being paid for by the military. Uh, so the, your your downside risk is relatively low. The investment is essentially in the training, but that's about it. And, and you're getting some benefit during the period of that internship. And then hopefully at the end of that internship, you've got someone that is maybe 70, 80, maybe 90% fully competent to step into a role day one, and you know that it's going to be a good hire. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's very little risk for the company itself. Like you said, you're, you're essentially getting, at the worst, free labor. So hopefully, like you say, you, you get somebody. And to be a, a SkillBridge employer, you have to have a track towards employment. You know, we've, we've in the past taken interns from universities and hired them as full-time employees. And you know, we're willing to do the same thing if we if we get the right fit with a, a skill bridge intern as well. I love that. So are there specific roles within the military that you're an investor, you run an active real estate investment business? Are there specific roles that you're looking to recruit out of? Are they are you looking for junior officers? Are you looking for senior officers? What, what are you looking for? 
You know, I, I think with with our company, I, I think where we're at right now, we're still a fairly new company. You know, we, we there's four partners and two employees, so a total of six of us. Depending on what their interests are coming in, I think we're more oriented right now towards the junior personnel, you know, junior officers, junior enlisted, because the type of jobs we need filled aren't the type that somebody like me, you know, retired as Lieutenant Colonel is going to want to to look for. So the upper echelons right now of our company are full and we're looking to bring on people to do underwriting type things, or, you know, maybe, maybe help us with our marketing campaigns and whatnot. Those are the types of jobs we're looking for. And I think they're more, more aligned with junior officers, junior enlisted, as, as opposed to someone who's uh, you know 20, 30 years, has, has just finished a 20 or 30 year career. People working in a military environment are working in a highly structured environment. And some people come out of the military into the civilian world and they carry that structure with them for the rest of their lives. And then there's others that step out of that structured environment and completely fall apart, especially when you're dealing with smaller companies that don't necessarily have a ton of structure. How do you make the determination whether that individual is going to thrive in that environment, whether they're going to carry that structure with them or whether they're going to be completely lost? Some military assignments require you to be independent. And you're right, there, there's a lot of military assignments that are plug and play and you're inside of a system where you almost can't do wrong because you have such a strong system built around you. But yeah, we're, we're looking for the people who are a little more independent, you know, and I think an ideal job like recruiters, recruiters go out, they're literally on their own to hit their quotas every month. So and there, there's other jobs like that, that are very independent. I was the only Marine working at consulate in Rio de Janeiro, and I was one of two Marine officers, you know, working at the embassy in Mexico City at a time, you know, so I didn't really have the, the Marine Corps looking over me at times. It was just basically on me to get the stuff done that I needed to get done. So basically we'd be looking more along the lines for somebody who's good at independent duty, which there there are a handful of jobs in the Marine Corps that seek people who are doing and, and train people to be good at independent, but you have to be a self-starter to begin with, to, to come into a, a small company like ours. If you're interested in the Amazon, I think Amazon's going to have a corporate structure that probably rivals the, the military as far as you know what to do every day. That makes a lot of sense. Well, Brian, if folks want to connect, if they want to learn more, what's the best way? Website is fouroakscapital.com. We've also developed a multifamily educational community for people interested in um, you know, networking and, and learning more about actively investing in multifamily. And that's uh, the tribe of titans.com. Or you can give out my email address, Brian Briscoe at fouroakscapital.com. I love it. I love the perspective. Love that you've made a successful transition from service life into the world of business and entrepreneurship. And for the listeners at home, definitely connect with Brian at fouroakscapital.com. In the meantime, have an awesome rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>